Hello, my name is Chrissy, and I have another wonderful podcast today about how we should be cutting through the noise and getting to the way of living that is right and good for you. So today we're going to talk about a subject that I find extremely interesting about relationships, how to know if you're in a toxic relationship versus a healthy relationship. I feel like even funny saying that, like, I feel like that should be easy, right? But it's not necessarily always the easiest thing to pinpoint, especially when you're in love with somebody, especially if you are being manipulated um, and you're just coming from a place of thinking, but I'm in love and he or she loves me, but I don't feel good. Or he or she loves me, but I do feel good in this. I think all relationships start out as feeling good. You know, there's the honeymoon period where you just can't get enough of each other. You're both on your best behaviors. And that's fine. And that's that's normal. So I think that's the first thing to look at. Is this honeymoon period? Is it a good thing right off the bat? Because I think what you need to keep in mind anytime you start a relationship is the first six months, it's gonna it should be blissful. It should be pleasant. It should be something where you're not fighting all the time and there's no weirdness, there's no crying, there's no it just should be like very blissful. So I feel like if you're in your first six months and already you're starting to see weird things and you're like, I'm not feeling as happy as I think I should be during this wonderful honeymoon period, then I think that should be your first inkling that something's up. Because again, in relationships, it's not necessarily that things get worse. It's just things get more real. Meaning like if people will start showing more of their bad sides, the longer they get to know you. I mean, everyone has a good side and a bad side, right? Everyone's got their insecurities and these insecurities and these quirks will come up later in relationships, usually more than early. So if it's already kind of showing signs in the beginning of a relationship that, you know, things are amiss, I think that's something to really look at and just say, okay, this is not a honeymoon phase. This is how it's going to be three months into the relationship and you guys are fighting and the person's trying to control you or you feel like you're being manipulated or you just feel like you're just not as happy as you once were, then I think that's also something you really need to look into and kind of decide if that's going to work for you. It's very hard to do though. I understand this. I've been in these situations before. This is why I know. Um, but also I think if you're somebody that likes to jump from relationship to relationship and you really don't like to be alone, I think that you really need to face that fear of being alone because only in that time of being alone can you really learn to love yourself. So I think relationships are a really good barometer of telling where you're at in that relationship with yourself as odd as that sounds and as into un counterintuitive as that sounds, I do feel like when you're in a relationship, you are actually putting a mirror up to yourself and it's actually bringing up those insecurities. It's actually bringing up um, past issues that you might have, wounds that may need healing. And I think you really need to come from a place of loving yourself and not being too hard on yourself. And you already need to be in that place before you get in a relationship. So if you're jumping from relationship to relationship and you don't have that time to kind of get grounded and be alone and figure out like, okay, what do I need to work on? What happened in the last relationship that didn't really sit well with me? Um, why was I feeling so insecure? What exactly am I attracting? Because I feel like also if you're jumping from relationship to relationship, you are kind of attracting the same person because it's a barometer of where you're at in your healing process. So if you're coming from a point where you've had enough time alone, you've learned to love yourself and you're coming from that really super confident, happy place, 
you'll have a lot less tendency to be in a toxic relationship. Toxic relationships really come from that honeymoon period, the love bombing, the I can't get enough of you, you're my whole world type feeling, which isn't bad in itself, especially in the beginning, it makes sense. But if you see a dramatic drop from that, and all of a sudden one day it's like taken away from you in a way that's so extreme, that is very toxic. That is more of, let me give you the goods, but now I'm going to punish you because you did something that makes me angry or sad or insecure, somehow triggered the other person. And now I'm going to take that away from you. So you know that if you want my love, you need to behave a certain way. And that's, that's toxic. That is so toxic. That is the most toxic fucking thing. So don't play into that. Someone is, if your significant other is upset with you, you have an issue, then use your words. Have a conversation with that person. If they're giving you the silent treatment, that's mental abuse. Don't stand for that bullshit. If I understand silent treatment may be more like a cool down period, that's one thing, you know? Okay, you, we had a fight. You need a couple hours to cool down. Cool, yeah. That's take your time. I'm here. I'll be holding space for you when you're ready to talk about it. What is not okay and what's abusive is silent treatment that goes on and on for days until either you submit and say like, I am so sorry. I don't even know what I did, but I apologize. We're doing it to you because I can't take this anymore. That's, I mean, that's a power dynamic. You're essentially giving that person all the power in the relationship to kind of just do whatever they want. And, and they know that. And then that gives them even more incentive to keep kind of handling the relationship that way. So I've had um, a silent treatment pulled on me in a relationship. Uh, it was just starting out too, but he was sleeping with his ex. I didn't realize at the time. So he's sleeping with his ex while we were sleeping together. And essentially what happened was he decided to get back together with his ex. Now, keep in mind, I didn't know he was sleeping with his ex at the time. I had no idea. I knew something weird was going on between those two, but I didn't know he was actually engaging in an intimate relationship with both of us at the same time. So when, um, so I, he told me he needed more time to figure out his feelings. And again, still didn't know at this time. Um, and so I walked away from him and he gave me the silent treatment for that. He gave me the silent, we worked together. So he gave me the silent treatment. I didn't talk to him. I tried to converse with him and say like, Hey, like what's going on? You know, I'm sorry I hurt you, but you know, you have to understand that I could feel you pulling away from me and it feels like you have feelings for your ex still. So you're not really, you weren't really being honest with me. And I don't really feel like I should have to wait for you to figure that out. If you need time to figure it out, I'll give it to you. <coughs> Excuse me, but I don't need to sit there on the sidelines, <laughs> cooling my heels while you figure out like, if you want to be with your ex or be with me. I mean, obvious, if you can't, I can't make that decision, then you don't want to be with me as badly as you think you do. So, um, but anyways, he gave the silent treatment. We were at work. He literally talked to every single person at work, even people he doesn't normally talk to, to kind of rub it in how upset he was with me. Instead of just putting on his big boy pants and saying, hey, I'm upset with you. And I felt abandoned in that moment because I'm assuming there's some sort of abandonment wound he has. But um, instead of saying that to me, he didn't say anything to me for months. I mean, it was months. Um, so that's abusive. I knew then that this was a toxic individual and I didn't want any part of that anyway. So I was cool 
like, okay, you want silent treatment? Then let's just never talk again. Totally cool. Um, so I just feel like you need to really have that self-love so you know when you're being treated badly. So you are able to recognize that, like, okay, I mean, when you're insecure, you're going to always think, shit, is it me? Did I, am I really that annoying? Or God, am I really that demanding? No, no. You need to be in a place where you're like, no, I know who the fuck I am. I am not a demanding person. I am not asking for too much and I'm not annoying. So like if somebody's telling me that I'm that and that doesn't resonate with me, then I'm being fucking manipulated and that's not okay. So you need to be in that sort of powerful feminine energy or masculine energy, whichever energy you identify with or both energies. You need to be in that powerful energy of self-love and self-acceptance so much so that you know who the fuck you are. And then you are not manipulated very easily. And love, it, love is always a little bit more tricky that way because it is easy to manipulate, manipulate people when, um, you know, they're in love with you. It's very easy. Um, but a good person doesn't do that. A person who has self-respect and will also respect their loved one. If you don't love yourself, you shouldn't be in a relationship because you're looking for validation and that love from someone else that you're never going to get. All you're going to do is just damage that person, um, especially if they already have low self-esteem, you're just going to damage them anymore. The, the more like, you have low, low self-esteem, the more you don't love yourself, the easier you are to manipulate, the easier you are to control. It's a very simple thing. Um, it's not a good way to be. So it's an easy thing, though, to be insecure. And especially if you're in, in these relationships that are toxic and you have one after another and you just start thinking, like, God, fuck, it is me. I mean, it's you in the way that you keep picking these toxic relationships instead of just taking the time to work on yourself and, and be alone and figure out what the fuck you actually want in life and also figure out how to love yourself and accept yourself. I think that's a really big thing. So how to know you're in a toxic versus a healthy relationships. How do you feel? How do you feel around this person? Are you excited to see them? Do you feel like they, that you can be yourself around this person? Do you feel like you can just kind of relax and be free when you're around them because that's the ultimate right freedom you want to be free to be who you are you want peace i think that's anyone's goal in life that's why people want money because they feel like okay if i have money and i have love then i'll be at peace but really peace comes within so i really feel like if you take some time and get it figured out and be in that spot of self-love then you are going to be attracting more healthy relationships rather than toxic ones, not saying you won't attract toxic ones, you will, but you'll be able to identify them easier. And so you won't get involved as quickly. Cause I feel like once you get involved, it is a lot, the longer you've been involved too, it's a lot harder to extract yourself from it. And a lot of these toxic relationships will kind of beat you down slowly, you know, kind of chip away at you slowly to the point where you don't really have that self-esteem anymore. So if you get out of a toxic relationship like that, you should definitely take some time in between and build yourself up again and, and really look at the dynamics that you're attracting in your life because that's a big thing. Um, so I hope this helped. Um, I am a big proponent of, you know, being in a healthy relationship. I don't think the relationships are the end-all be-all of your life. I feel like there should be so much more to life than that, but at the same point in time, it is nice to go through life with someone you love and it's something that can be very, um, it can help you to be the better person, but it can also really destroy you too. So make sure you make the right decisions there, but you don't have to be, you don't have to be in a relationship. You don't have to be, 
Um, and when you get to that point where you break up with someone, take the time, take the time to figure out what was going on there, what happened, and also take the time to learn how to love yourself and to accept yourself because that's going to make all the difference in the world. I hope this helped. And um, if you have any questions, let me know. Thank you so much. Till the next time. Hopefully it'll be a lot sooner than this last time. But life's been insane, as everybody knows. I think we're all going through it. Okay. Well, love and light.